Are you holding off on training your loan partners, your loan assistants, your team members and support staff on how to wow your clients? Are they getting that kind of training from you? You probably plan on training them if you get a few extra hours, but when does that happen realistically? And meanwhile, your team is doing the best they can with the information that they have. But you know, this kind of training really doesn't exist anywhere else. When you do the training, that means you're not as responsive as you want to be with your clients and you're not hitting your closing and income goals as a loan officer. So how much is it costing you to not have a team that's properly trained how to wow clients and referral partners so that they only want to work with you because of the great experience that they're getting? We teach them how to use efficient step-by-step processes and systems that work how to follow up so nothing falls through the cracks and loans close on time and even early, how to build wonderful relationships with clients, how to wow people so they go, man, that was an amazing experience. The members of his or her team are amazing. They're so on it. How to use scripts and dialogues for winning clients, setting expectations and communicating with clients so that you can prevent problems down the road how to handle difficult clients, how to make clients feel appreciated and valued, and how to handle and overcome objections. It might be time to ask for some help. That's why we're here. Loan Team Training has our next live WOW training coming up. We train your team for you so you can focus on closing loans. Check it out at LoanTeamTraining.com for our next class and see how many five-star reviews we have from past WOW training participants and their loan officers who sent them at LoanTeamTrainingReviews.com. Remember, it's an interactive virtual training with live trainers, and we train any of your support staff that is communicating with clients and referral partners. Our sessions are 9 to 11.30 Pacific time. Check us out and sign your loan partner or team member up at LoanTeamTraining.com. Welcome to the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast. I'm your host, Irene Duford, and I'm so glad you're here. It's important to surround yourself with people who are like-minded, people who are on a similar path that you're on, especially those who are ahead of you on that path. You synergize with and learn from them. For the last 14 years, I've had the blessing of working side by side and learning from our guest today, who's the true definition of a master, Carl White, owner and founder of the Mortgage Marketing Animals and the Freedom Club. Carl, Tammy Schneider, and I co-founded the Freedom Club together 11 years ago, and it's been a life-changing experience. The Freedom Club is a group of amazing loan officers who've made a commitment to themselves to grow their business and have amazing lives. We coach them and hold them accountable to their own dreams. We get together a few times a year to share what's working, share ideas, and hang out with great people. There's such great strength in hanging out with successful people. Many years ago, we were in a mastermind with the Freedom Club, and Carl asked this question, what is your unique ability? You know, I sat there with everyone else, and I got to thinking about it, and it was hard to express what I felt my unique ability was, but here's what I came up with. My unique ability is to encourage and empower others 
to recognize their amazing potential. I help them break through old habits and limiting beliefs to achieve remarkable success. I love coaching loan officers to succeed in what they want. At Loan Team Training, we love training loan officer teams and support staff to be their very best in their role so their loan officer can be freed up to go get even more loans and everyone on the team benefits. Today's podcast episode is a conversation Carl White and I had on his podcast, Loan Officer Freedom, last year in June of 2022. He shares his wisdom with us about having the right support staff team members. Now more than ever, it's important to have help, not just help, but the right help and make sure that they're trained. My purpose in sharing this with you is so that you can have some great takeaways from the master himself, Carl White. Hey everybody, this is Carl White, and you're listening to Loan Officer Freedom, number one podcast in the world today for loan officers and branch managers just like you, and we're, uh, we're glad to have you here today. Great topic today. It couldn't be more timely. My dear friend, one of my partners in the uh, in the Freedom Club, the Mortgage Marketing Animals, Miss Irene Duford. How are you doing, Irene? I'm doing great, Carl. It's a beautiful day here in Phoenix, and it's I'm time time to enjoy every moment of it, it, it even in it, the heat. It, it is, and I, I say this all the time, Irene. But on this platform, probably a lot of people's never heard of here on the uh, on the podcast. But you're the one that actually came up with the idea of the Freedom Club way back when on doing a high-level uh, coaching group. We had the Mortgage Marketing Animals uh, helping a lot of people, helping a lot of loan officers uh, become better loan officers. And you were helping me. I was your client. Yeah, and, and you you said, you know, Carl, I think you need to step it up for us because you were a higher producer. I was a higher, you know, or still am, I guess, but, you know, a higher mm-hmm. producer. And you said, you know, we, we need something not just for the entry in the medium uh, level, helping beginners get higher and then the, and and then and then those that's already closing like four or five getting to twenty. But what about the ones that's wanting to go to like eighty and a hundred loans and open up big branches and or just hang around with people that are doing those big numbers and learning from them? So uh, you came up with the idea of the Freedom Club, and here we are. We have, I believe, the largest collection of high top producing loan officers, literally in the world today, is part of the Freedom Club, which uh, all started in your incredible little head. So uh, uh, great to have an you idea, that. right? It was so fun. It, oh my no, gosh. It was so more than an idea, memories. my friend. Wait, 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 wait. It was way more than an idea because everybody has ideas. You took action on the idea, mm-hmm. right? That, that's, the, that's the thing that made the difference is everybody, a lot of people, man, what a great message already to start with. A lot of people have an idea and a very few will take action on those ideas and those that do, wonderful things happen. So yes. I'm forever you know, grateful for you. When you affirm somebody and tell them that they're an implementer the way you told me when I was your mortgage marketing animal client, you were really the first person to say to me, you know what, Irene, you're an implementer using those words. You probably don't even remember saying it, but it had an impact on me. And it's amazing. Of course, I remember that. I remember yeah. the day it was, it was <laughs> Thursday at 1.45. So. <laughs> So yeah, when you affirm somebody and tell them what they can do, they believe you. And so that could be for good or bad. And I appreciate you telling me that, that yeah. I was an implementer and it, it spurred me to do more. So thank you for that. And, and you did more. My, my golly, you did. You did a lot more. <laughs> so, uh, so what you're kind of famous for, what you're known for throughout our industry is you actually have a training program to teach loan officers how to hire assistants or 
and then, and then take these assistants and how do you train them? And let me tell you why this topic is so important. And frankly, we got on the horn and said, Irene, we, need, we, we have a 911 call for you because a lot of people need this information today. So as we're recording this, it's mid-June uh, 2022. A lot of loan officers, not all loan officers, not all, but a lot of loan officers have seen a decrease in their origination volume, right? Not everybody. Some, right. Some's having their record months. We're seeing that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are, are, are having a, going through a bit of a hard time right now with decreased loans. And the knee-jerk reaction that we've been seeing some people do is, I need to get rid of all my help. I need to hunker down because next month is going to be even worse yet. And I'm going to caution people that when you think like that, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, it is. And so, yeah, I, that's like saying here, I'm going to stop my car and start walking because I might run out of gas someday. It's like, you don't do that. You drive to the next gas station, right? That's yes. what you do. And we're finding on the help that now more than ever, you need to have help. And, and I mean, I think a lot of people mistakenly think of help as an overhead instead of a profit center. What, what do you have to say about that? Oh boy. If you have the right help and they're helping you and you go do the activities that you're supposed to do because you have help. It's definitely a profit center. It might be a short period of time where you're putting out a little bit, bit of money to get them on board and pay them the first you know, month or two, maybe. But if you've saved money, you should be able to do that. Hopefully, people have saved money in the last two months. And they're, they're, if they do that and they do the right activity, then it's definitely a profit center after a little bit of time. Might be a little pinch at the beginning, but it's totally worth it. It is totally worth it. It's like pulling out $20 bills out of your wallet. And then you turn around and that 20 turns into a thousand dollars. It's like, well, gee, I don't want to pay the 20. Well, then you don't get the thousand. I mean, I mean, let's, let's get real with this. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I see like with the right help and and the right training for the right help, that right help. I don't think it's a couple months. I don't. Cause I think with the right help, look, they can almost on day one and for sure, literally on day two, start answering the phone. Yes. That alone is going to set most loan officers apart because still just yesterday we were doing a little example during this, uh, this, this training that I'm here. And I made the statement about people not answering a phone. We literally got out the yellow pages. Or actually we went on Google, went on Google, <laughs> looked up some loan officers, started calling and still we're getting like 80% voicemails. Mm. Right. And, and two of them. So that would be like 20% voicemail was still full. Like we couldn't leave a message or voicemail. Well, I don't even know how many phone calls, how many messages to have a, a voice. I don't even know what that number is. I just can't, that just boggles my mind. Me too. So even if on day two, that person helped answer the phone. And then while they're, while they're answering the phone, you work on loan getting activities that yes. that help can, I believe literally on, on day two, help you generate business by freeing you up so you can do prospecting, which is where all the money is. And if you get rid of the help, and, and you now have less percentage of your time prospecting, man, you're in for a hard time. Like I, 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 just... I was talking to one of our coaching clients yesterday and she was saying, you know, I had my team doing this and now I, I've been getting out. Now the business is coming in and now I'm ready for another loan partner because now I find myself getting back into doing the loans because we're all at our max capacity. So she's looking yeah. for another person and it's it, not going it, to cost her. It's going to help her. Yeah, that's, it's buying ink to print $100 bills. That's what it yes. is, it's buying ink to print $100 bills. So when I say it's going to take a month or two, what I mean is the loans don't close for a month or two, even though oh, I got it, you. It's, it's going to be worth it. And you'll more than get your money back. Totally got it. Yep. I totally got it. That it can, 
even if on day two, it helps you start bringing in more loans. You're right. You got to, you got to close that loan, which can take like, I, yes. I got it. I got it. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about, so on the help thing, let, let's talk about a couple things. Like, like, first of all, Irene, do I, do I go hire? And I've got one opinion. I'd love to, I'd love to hear yours. Do I go hire new people? Just put a help wanted ad and look for like a new smiling. And I'm not saying that sarcastic, you know, like, you know, I, 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 I see a new smiling face or I go, man, I know, I know Bob, uh, I've known him for the last couple of years. I know Jill, I've I known him for the last couple of years. Great personality, really smart person. I think I'm going to hire him or her, or do I like look for experienced people that might've been laid off, you know, from one of the big banks that's been focused on refis or like, what's the first thing I do? If, if I'm going to go look help, what's the first thing? What's step one? Step one is putting out a good ad with the description of the job that you want to do. But if you're hiring people, I, I don't think that the person that you're hiring I think what happens is you have to make a plan as a loan officer or as a branch manager. Do I want somebody with experience, which we always highly recommend getting somebody with experience. And right now there's a lot of people last year, you couldn't find anybody without paying a bunch of money. But this year there are plenty of people available. Be careful though, when you're hiring that they have the skills. Don't just think because they have three years in the business that they can do the job. You have to test them. You have to make sure that they are a good fit for your team. But then there's another group of people that think that they want the person with the right qualities, the, a good fit for the team, the wow factor, all of that. And then they'll train them on the skills or they'll get them trained on the skills because they want someone that has a good fit for their team. And sometimes they don't feel like the totally experienced ones fit well on their team. So there's two rules of thumb. And I know we always in the Freedom Club teach them to get experienced people. Okay. I got my ad, which by the way, I was talking with, there was like four of a, a branch managers, uh, me being one of them. Uh, we were on a, a little private Zoom call the other day w- within the Freedom Club. We were talking about, you know, how do we, how do we attract loan officers? Like some of the branches are looking to grow their team of, of loan officers right now. Mm-hmm. And, and how do we attract the loan officers? And, and I'm going to say the overwhelming theme to that, and we recommend it to all the branch managers that's watching this today or, or listening to this today, that having great help and having assistance for your loan officers, we're seeing that as the number one carrot to attract experienced yes. loan officers that are, and, and look, we always, we always say this here from the podcast, and, and, I, and I mean it, if you can work it out where you are, man, do that. So this is not a, an uncool message about that at all. But if you're a branch manager and you're looking to attract loan officer help, and I don't mean like new loan officers new to the business, but I mean like new loan officers that they were working for you know, XYZ mortgage, and, and maybe they're looking for different options because they don't have help mm-hmm. uh, where they are. Offering that help has been the number one thing that we're all using to, uh, to attract uh, loan officers to, you know, come over here and take a look at us and, and the other branch managers saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. That offering these loan officers say, hey, do you, do you need to, you find yourself need to go out and prospect more? Do you, do you find yourself that sit, sit in the office, putting out fires and checking conditions and, and, and doing that kind of thing? Do you find that hindering bringing new loans in? Do you see yourself bringing in less loans? You need some help. And we've already got the help over here. And, yes. and, and we're just looking like, it's like, we got the pit crew. That's awesome. We're looking for a good driver. Yes. And, and so we recommend for our branch managers to listen today, go out with that message. It's a great, and, and it's not just a, a message to attract people. It's a real solution to help. It you know, really is. No matter what the market is, that's a great solution because it's in good markets it's, it's in all kinds of markets. doesn't matter what's happening in the market. That is a great solution. 
Yeah, yeah. And well, last year we were doing it, you know, to help people with their capacity because they're overflowing. Yes. And now it's just as good of a message, if not better, because it's like, hey, is your volume down a little bit? Maybe it's because you're busy and not productive. You yes. know, we, we can help you with that is the message, you know, that I recommend, you know, branch managers come in. All right. So yeah. I got my ad going. I found a great experienced uh, loan partner and I decide to bring them in. Like, what does that look like? Is, is there some sort of an onboarding or how do we yes. set expectations? Like, like, how does that go? Yes. So I would have an onboarding process checklist. I'm, I'm a big fan of checklists because people can't forget when they get distracted, they can't forget things. If there's a checklist, they check it off. So they have an onboarding checklist. They do this, 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 and this. And it's important to have that. And then review their role with them when they come on right away. Set the expectations. Let them know what your minimum standard that is expected. For instance, I have a document that I've created for our training company that we have the task, who's supposed to do it, what is the time frame expectation to get that task done, and what's the follow-up date afterwards. So you're very clear on who does what on the team and what their role is. The, what I have seen with loan officers, the hardest thing that they have when they're training people is they don't set the proper expectations so everyone's not on the same page because the loan officer might think you need to get back with a client within 20 minutes and the loan partner or the loan assistant might think that they could get back with them within 24 hours. So they have to be on the same page and it has to be the same way every time. What we, what we affectionately refer to as sweat, the same way every time, a process that's followed. And that's really important. You know, I, it's funny. As soon as you said set expectations, I, I had this thought in my mind, and I actually had this happen one time. I hired somebody to do something, and I guess I didn't articulate it. You know, I just I kept using the words in the interview, help me, help, you know, be part of the team, but I never said exactly. I hired them, and I said, all right, so I need you to, uh, you know, call and give updates on the loan process. And she said, oh, I didn't know I was going to have to make, you know, making phone calls. I said, well, yeah, this isn't, I mean, you're calling our customers, giving them an update of what's going on. Yeah. I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Mm. And it was like, all right, I, I get, obviously I didn't set the expectation and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't make it crystal clear. Mm-hmm. You're going to be doing these activities. Does that, it, and you know, it wasn't her fault, right? Cause right. it was my fault. Cause I I'm the one that didn't say that. And, and she'd say, Hey, I don't like doing that. Well, there's nothing, there's things I don't like doing too. Right. Like if somebody hired me and said, hey, Carl, why don't you help in our business? Can you help? I, I, yeah, I can help. And then they hire me. Then they put me in the accounting department and I'm doing <laughs> a spreadsheets, right? That's, I, I'm not, I, I, I don't, I, you know, I got dyslexia and all kinds of, you know, things going. That's just not my, I'm not, I'm not good at that, right? Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be anybody's fault. I'm just not good at that. So yeah, that, that checklist is a, is, is a real big deal. So like on the onboarding process, like what's, give me, give me an example of what that, some of that looks like. Yeah. So getting set up with their passwords, making sure that they know how to use the software system. Some companies have a training that they put them through for a couple of days just to show them how their company works. Things like that. Do they have keys to the office? You know, Do they know who to call when they have an issue? Who's the who on the team that they call when there's an issue? Making sure they have all their passwords, all the things that you need when you first come on a team. You know, What's the alarm code to the office if they're in the office? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, what what is expected? We have team meetings on this day, and going through all of the systems and processes with them, basically. Yeah, tell me about some of the ways. Give me some of the activities that we can have them do to turn them not from being a check I got to write every month to making them into a profit center for me 
give me some of the activities that uh, that you teach the assistants to do yes. to, to make them a profit center as quickly as possible. So the most important thing that they do, in my opinion, is the way they treat the clients, how they talk to the clients, connecting with the clients is really important. So you want somebody who knows how to connect with people because people will remember how you made them feel. Yeah. They also make the phone calls. They, if the loan officer decides that they would rather be out and have them make it, have his team making the phone calls, they will do the update calls, the just ask. We like to call them the just ask calls because we're not just giving them an update. We're connecting with them. We're making them feel good. And we're asking for referrals. So that's how a loan, a partner can really help is the Tuesday calls. Those are to the people in process, the both listing agent or the listing, the buying agents, both buyers, not just one, and the escrow company, if you're in an escrow state, and sometimes the insurance agent. And so if you talk to all those people once a week, or the loan partner does, or the loan assistant does, that can bring quite a bit of money in, in uh, referrals. So what happens, what happens when, and I, ha- I actually had this, so this is a personal story. This is one of those ones where I didn't have the onboarding checklist, right? Uh-huh. I, hired, I hired somebody, and I said, all right, so... On, on Tuesday, you call and update the clients and we give them the script, the same script that you teach. I mm-hmm. uh, gave them the script on how to ask for more business, like on this call, give them the update. And then who else, do you know, uh-huh. and she said, yeah, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. What do I do in a situation like that? Trainer. First of all, if she doesn't have any indication to do that at all, like she's just said, no, if there's no way. The first thing I would do first, hopefully she doesn't say that. And I would say, would you be, I, I'd really like to train you how to do it because right. the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll get with it. Let's work on that. And, and if she says no, then she's not the right fit for the team. Better to know now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's exactly what she said. No, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Or, or the old, and she didn't say it snotty or anything. You know, she just said, Hey, that, that's, that's, that's not my job. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, you're absolutely right. This is not your job. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes. So, uh, so sometimes yeah, so we give up on them a little too quick. They really could learn how to do it if we just take a little bit of time with them, or yeah. somebody in our team does. Not necessarily the loan officer because they need to be out getting business, but someone on the team can help them with some of those scripting. And even if the loan officer took five minutes out of their morning to go over the scripting and then have them go practice the scripting, and just you know, I don't know about you, Carl, probably. The same as me, when you got into the loan business, there was no training, no scripting. I knew I had no training. I was promised all kinds of training and didn't get it. So it doesn't hurt to take a few minutes and then have them go practice on their own in front of a mirror, recording themselves, and then just listening over and over. Repetition is what helps people get better. Yeah. No, I'm like, I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy that hired me uh, named Dave Hoyt, I'm forever grateful. And I'm not just saying that like I... I literally love that man for, you know, for what he did for my life. And, but he, you know, and being fair to Dave, he was brand new in the business too. So actually, yeah. and, and you know, Ralph Watkins, of course. Yes. So, so Ralph got Dave in the business and then Dave got me, but Dave had been in the business, I don't know, a year, something like that when he brought me on. So heck, he didn't know what he was doing either, you know, and, yep. and Ralph hadn't been in the business that much longer before. So I think he was about <laughs> a year in front of Dave and it was almost like the blind leading the blind. And we were just kind of figuring all this stuff out and it worked out real well for all of us, you know, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, well, I, I learned the scripts from making a phone call and I go, wow, that line didn't work. I'll have to try something else next time, you know, and uh-huh. then you'd see something else. You know, Hey, that seemed to work. I'll, I'll say that more often, you know, kind of, yes. thing. So, uh, I think now more than ever having these assistants on and turning them into profit centers. I mean, my rule, like I don't hire anybody 
unless they help us generate on the mortgage side, unless they help us generate more loans. So if I'm talking mm-hmm. with a, if I hire a processor, anytime she's talking with my client or he's talking with my clients at the end of the call, we do use the, the ask for more business scripts mm-hmm. on those calls. And so every assistant, all of them help us bring in uh, new loans. How long does it take? Like if I hire an experienced loan officer assistant and they were working at, I'm just going to make up a name, Bank of Arizona, mm-hmm. and then I have them come work over with me. What, what kind of time frame does it take to, to somebody to, to come up to speed? Like what, what's my expectation? They're inputting to the team instead of pulling out from the team. What kind of time frame do you find that to be? I think if they're really well experienced and know what they're doing and you've, you've interviewed them properly for the role that they're going to be in, they should be yeah. up and running. I've seen people up and running within a couple of weeks. And then I've heard of other people that have taken two months and they're still not up and running. And that's way too long. If they have experience, they should be up and running. All they need to do is learn a new software. Unless you brought someone from a refi shop and they've never done a VA purchase or a conventional purchase, that type of thing, they may have some learning to do. And this is a real question. So I'm not trying to lead you somewhere. If somebody doesn't have, let's just say VA experience or they don't have FHA experience and you could reverse this however you want to. But, uh, but they have a lot of experience doing, say, conventional mortgages. Mm-hmm. Does it take very long to learn the different platforms? And, and the only reason I'm asking is I've never processed ever, right? Mm-hmm. I know how to originate, but I don't know how to process. So as far as all the extra paperwork, I literally have no clue what that stuff is. Mm-hmm. But does it take long to transfer from one platform to the other? No, I actually hired someone as a processor that had worked at Bank of America as a processor. And she was like, had this, you know, she was doing this much stuff in this little area of things. And she learned really fast because I knew who she was and I knew what her skills were. And I knew she learned quickly and I knew her history a little bit. And she did really well. She came on the team. She, she got out the guidelines. She started scouring them, making sure she understood it, asking questions, the right questions. And she was up and running really quickly. And she had never done USDA or VA or any of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought it would take, and again, I, not knowing, but I would have surmised that it wouldn't take too long. It, it kind of made me think of my daughter for a little while, or for a couple of years, was living in uh, Grenada. Mm-hmm. And so Grenada is, uh, or was, an English territory uh, from you know England. Mm-hmm. And so they drive on the opposite, I won't say the wrong side of the road, but they drive on the, <laughs> opposite, the opposite side of the road. And when myself and the lovely Mrs. White would go visit Alexis uh, in Grenada, Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a car there, you know, cause sometimes we'd stay for like a week or two and I was, we were driving on the opposite side of the road and it didn't take near as long as I thought, you know, to transition from that, you know, yes. that, you know, every now and then when you get to a stoplight or a, a roundabout, as we call them uh, mm-hmm. here in the States, you know, I'd, ha- I'd have to stop and think, okay, now wait a second. I got to go this way, this way, but it, it, it didn't take that long at all until it felt, you know, pretty normal. And I would suppose it's, kind of the same thing. So uh, I think so too. And going back to having the right person with the right attitude, with the right mindset about working a good work ethic, a team player, all of those are so important for to have on your team. If I were running a team right now, I would not have anyone on my team that was negative, that, you know, always looked at the downside. Uh, I talked to a loan officer yesterday and I'm so proud of her. She kept calling this agent, kept calling the agent, the agent who she knew from when she was younger, kept telling her, no, I have a relationship. No, 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 no. And she kept calling it. He didn't tell her to stop calling him, but she kept calling him. Well, she stopped calling him finally after the 12 weeks. Actually, it was five months. She stopped calling him. And out of the blue, she got a call from a text from him. 
hey, I'm ready to talk. My lender is so negative that I can't be around him. He's so negative. And you, I was impressed that number one, you were consistent. And number two, you were so positive. You were like a ray of sunshine. And that's what I need in my life. You know, I find it so much easier to to stay on the positive side because I'm just being, I, I just being transparent. You know, I, we all struggle with, yeah. you know, staying positive, right? My, myself and included, of course. Exactly. But I found it's a way easier when I have a team, even, and even if that team is one person, right? When I have a team that's putting out the fires and chasing conditions and and doing at least in my mind what's frustrating might not be frustrating to them. It's very frustrating to me. It puts me in a negative place mm-hmm. that if when I delegate that activity to one other person and now they're the ones, you know, dealing with the uh, hope this works out and a little bit of the frustrations and we having trouble getting the VOE or something like that. Because yes. if I've got that stuff going on in my mind, when I'm doing my prospecting, I don't want to prospect as hard because I'll just get more loans and more headaches. And, exactly. and, and I don't want more headaches. Mm-hmm. Whereas if, if I've got Bob or Lisa, figuratively speaking, you know, chasing those conditions and putting out those fires and I get none of those headaches, mm-hmm. well, I take my foot off the brake and put it on the gas pedal. I, I tell people my race car doesn't have a, a, a brake pedal. It's got nothing but a gas because there's nobody can ever say no headaches, but like there's virtually literally no headaches because somebody else do, does all that. Yeah. Do you put them on? Do you put them on, uh, like when, I, when you bring somebody in, is there like a, a particular like training schedule that you put them on or do you yes. just, t- tell me a little bit about that. So there's a schedule. You have a plan. First, you have a plan of what am I going to teach them? Um, I start with, and you teach them one thing at a time. It doesn't have to take a long time, but during that time, maybe you start talking about, you know, how do they fill out the loan application? How do they, and you go through it and you actually have a plan you know, Dave Brown, uh, one of the coaches, came up with a really good module, t- training module, he called it. And he taught it to the people in the mortgage marketing animals on a class. He had a list. It's, it was a whole plan on a spreadsheet. Very simple. First, you teach this. Then you teach this. Then you teach this. And you, you teach it one at a time so that they learn and they really get it. So that was the schedule. And then as a loan officer, if I, I don't recommend that the loan officer do the training themselves. But if you don't have a choice and that's the only way you can bring someone on, put it in your schedule and stick to it so that the person that you're training can depend on you to give them the training that they need. And it doesn't have to be a long amount of time. It could be a 20 minute training, a 15 minute training every day. And you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when you do it in short spurts like that. And then I would recommend that they record those trainings so that they can be transcribed into a training manual. So that's what I, but a schedule is really important. Man, I've made a lot of mistakes, Mike. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> you know, you do, if, you, if you do a lot of things, you're going to have, I mean, that's just the way it works. Yes. Because I, I think on the, uh, I would have my assistant just like, like, just follow me around for the next three weeks and, and we'll pick it up as it goes. And that is not the way to do it. Because then, frankly, I was in her way. In my case, it was her. I was in her way and then she was in my way. And yes. it seemed like the whole day was all messed up. Where if we'd if have just said, hey, for 30 minutes, grab out the checklist. Here, let me show you how to do these three things. Yes. And uh, and get those three things done. And for me, one of those things would be, here's how you answer the phone and take a message. You know, yes. and just, let's just start with that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then every day add a couple things, buy a checklist instead of this hodgepodge of, yes. like, like we don't go in, we don't go in, which makes perfect sense when you think about it. Cause like, we didn't learn how to do mathematics by walking into a room 
and just watching a teacher just do nothing but her own mathematical problems without her describing how she's doing it. That's right. right. So just, just by observing is not the way to learn. Like no. there has to be a instructional. How do you decide what to teach them? Like, like how do I, how do you decide here's what my assistant's going to be doing and here's what I need to be doing? Cause I can hear it right now. Well, wait a minute. Isn't that the loan officer's job? Mm-hmm. So how do you decide what is the loan officer's job and what is the assistant's job? We decide that by what the loan officer enjoys doing, what makes them money too. We, we got to make sure that they're doing the lead generation. And there are some loan officers that don't enjoy that part. So they get a business development rep to do that part and they love doing the consultations. So they do those. The business development rep goes out and builds the business for them, brings the leads in and the loan officer loves the consultations. That's all they love doing. So they do that and the team does the rest. So it depends on what the loan officer wants. And the, the nice thing is they get to structure it the way they want to do it. Mm, I like that. So there is no should or shouldn'ts. There's only what do you want to do? What does your perfect day look like? Yes. You do that and then hire people to do the other thing, which, mm-hmm. uh, which, and it's interesting you say that. Uh, one of my dear, dear friends who actually started as my processor 20 years ago or so, uh, Lori, she decided she wanted to open up her own, I don't know, about 10 years into it. And I was starting to go in a different direction. And uh, she wanted to uh, open up her own shop, which came with my full endorsement. It worked perfectly mm-hmm. for both of us, right? She said, but the only thing is, I don't, I don't like going out and doing the loan officer part, but I want to I, I own my own shop. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, go ahead and do that. So she opened up her own shop. She hired loan officers to go out and get the business. And then she go. processed them. So in, in, in her situation, instead of the traditional loan officer hiring the processor, she did exactly opposite. <laughs> she was a, she literally was a processor and owned the mortgage business and she hired loan officers, paid them, you know, bips and everything, just like everybody else does. Uh-huh. But, but, but it was, it was her store. So emphasizing what you just said, you, whatever you like to do, whatever it is, yes. you do that and hire other people to do the other, even if it's untraditional, like in Lori's case, you said something a few minutes ago, which actually gives a perfect segue here to a shameless plug. You said, you don't have to train, you don't want, you as a loan officer don't necessarily want to be training them because if you're training them doing all this stuff, it's taking away your time to go out and prospect and go bring in new business. Mm-hmm. So gee, Irene, tell me um, <laughs> who else can help me train my loan officers? Yeah. So about three years, three and a half years ago, as I was coaching loan officers, I saw a need for their teams to be trained. And so we came up with our first class And now we have three offerings, actually three classes for different situations. And our company's name is Loan Team Training. And you can follow us on all the social media and everything. But we have a what we call WOW Training, which is the communication class, basically. And we train the, the loan partners. Originally, we said it was for loan partners or loan assistants. But we've had marketing managers. We've had operations managers, processors. Many people have come through the training And what they learn is how to communicate with clients, how to be team players, how to have a great mindset, how to use checklists, how to do follow-up, how to know your role, how to take pressure off of the loan officer by being available for them and making them, you know, we even tell them, we have permission to get them out the door to go get business. And um, we teach them how to So I use your term during our class, the way you say it, and that's, you want your loan officer to break out in a cold sweat at the thought of you not working with them. That's what we're teaching them, how to be that valuable to their loan officer. 
Fr- so freeing up the loan officer so the loan officer can go get more loans. Yes. And then, and then I know a, a big part of your training, which is one of my favorite parts, only because it, it helps with the profit, is you guys teach the assistants how to ask for more business. Yes. Uh, and there's so a they, whole special mindset around that because assistants typically don't think they have to ask for business. So we teach them a different way to look at it from a different perspective about how they're helping people. And we go through a whole mind shift during the class so that they can learn how to ask for business without feeling like a salesperson. Yeah, I like that. I tell you, as, as, people, as, as, as our wonderful audience is listening today, if your assistant isn't bringing in more loans to offset in, the, in its entirety their, uh, their, their paycheck, like they, they have to bring in enough loans just by, and again, it's not that they're necessarily, you know, doing cold calling. We're not saying that. No. But like when they're talking to your customers that they're already talking to, or when they're talking to the listing agent on the deal, when they're talking to the buyer's agent on the deal, when they're talking to the title company on the deal, when mm-hmm. they're talking to the insurance agent or the escrow officer or the attorney's office, all these different professionals that you teach them scripts to use to ask for more business so that more business comes in with them talking to them. And, and it's like you get that assistant for free, right? Because yes. they're bringing in enough business to cover their own paycheck. Mm-hmm. So now your help is free. And, yes. Uh, is, is this training? Do they do? Do people fly out to your office for the training? Is it online? Is it on demand? What does that look like? We used to do it live only, and luckily, before COVID, way before COVID started, we started doing it on Zoom meetings. And so we do it live. We have live trainers on the class. Everyone's live. They share ideas. They share. I think that's what they get out of it the most is sharing with others because they don't get around other loan partners from different parts of the country unless they're on this class. So they do that and we do it in two and a half hour timeframes. So on a Thursday and a Friday, two and a half hours and then two and a half hours and then the same thing the next week. So we break it up so that it's they're not sitting on a Zoom meeting all day. It's a 10 hour course total right. and it's broken up between two weeks on a Thursday and Friday. If somebody wants to get more information, is there a website or a phone? Yes. Like how, how do they contact you? So they can go to loanteamtraining.com, loanteamtraining.com. It will show them both live classes on there. The other live class that we do is called client conversion training. And originally we thought that would be to show loan partners how to convert clients. You know, the ones that take over for the loan officer so that they do the loan consultations, they structure the loan, they talk to the client, they convert the client. We teach them how to do that and do that very, very well. Oh my gosh, it's, a, it's an amazing class. But loan officers have also come to it, like new loan officers or people that don't really, they need to brush up on their skills of conversion. That's yeah. also on that same website, loanteamtraining.com. And it's the WOW training and it's on the website. And it gives you the details in there about exactly what we cover in both of those trainings. This is just an ongoing thing that y'all are yes, doing. Yes, we do them every month. month. Yeah, mm-hmm. We do them once cool. a month. But the new, the new class that I'm really excited about is exactly what we're talking about today. It's been a long time in the making, and we're finally, we finally launched it yesterday. We're ready to take people to do it. It's, it's an online self-paced course, and it's called Loan Assistant Mortgage Training Bootcamp. And so we're going to teach them how to do loans and how to be an amazing loan assistant or a loan. We, we like to call them loan partners. But most people in the industry call them a loan assistant. So that's why we use that term. But loan assistant mortgage training bootcamp.com is where you'll find information on that. We teach them right from the beginning how to do an application. They get all the mortgage training basics. And then they also get how to be an amazing loan partner 
and be a support to your loan officer. So they is get there, both. Is, if I go to uh, loanteamtraining.com, is there a contact number in there so I can like call yes. and, and talk to you and say, hey, which here's my situation. What would be best for me? Yes, there sure is. Okay, okay perfect. So loanteamtraining.com. All right, real cool. Yes. You know, I've said this probably a hundred times on the podcast. We don't take advertisers. We don't take sponsors on anything that we do over here or I, th- I think to the best of my knowledge of anything that we do at the mortgage marketing animals, I've never believed in, uh, and I might do it in the future. It's just as the way I think about it right now is I endorse somebody because either I'm using it personally, or I know of somebody or I know a bunch of people that are personally using it. And I, and I vetted it and I think, man, this is a pretty good gig. And, and, and that's the reason why I endorse it. it's not because somebody, you know, pays me to say, you don't pay me or neither does anybody else to say, Hey, I think you're awesome. Cause I don't know. It's it, to me, it's not as, honest or genuine. I don't know what the right word is. Yeah. 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 And and I might change my mind in the future, but for the last 20 years, we've never had a sponsor to my knowledge or my memory and Mm -hmm. uh, nor do I have one now. Anyway, way too much time on that, but I just want to let you know, I think it's a fantastic uh, thing that you're doing. I know we sent a lot of our, uh, my, you know, the mortgage company I work with, we Mm -hmm. sent a lot of, uh, of our assistance to, uh, to go through the training and I've heard nothing but positive things from it. We've seen nothing but positive things from the people with the training. And, and that's why I wanted to get you on the podcast because what led this, I saw a, a thread uh, on one of the uh, Facebook groups where somebody was saying, how could you even think about getting an assistant now? You know, it's the wrong time. And I thought, oh, dude, that is just, oh. as we say in the South, bass awkward. You know, yes. it, it's now more than ever is, yes. is, 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 is when, when you need to get some help uh, so you can focus. Whoever spends more time prospecting is going to close more loans, period. Absolutely. Things have changed since last year. Last year was about capacity. Now mm-hmm. it's about survival. You don't have help. You're in for a hard time. You have help. Yes. We're, we're going to work through this just fine. So uh, on my coaching calls this week, I have really noticed that we're just zeroing in on making sure they're getting out and doing their daily success plan. Back just, to the basics. We've always focused on that, but there's, you know, there's been little things here and there. Oh no, we're zeroing in on that because now is the time. First of all, they have the time, right? Yeah. They're not overwhelmed like they were last year. And they have the time and now's the time to get your team trained as well. And, you know, I'm not saying this just because I have a training company. It really is better for them not to do it themselves to, yeah. they're going to have to do certain things when they get back anyway, you know, teach them how, their system or their loan software or whatever. What is it costing them to do it themselves, Carl, when they could be out doing lead generation activities, prospecting? If for the month, the entire month in 160 hours, Instead of me showing somebody how to do something in the in the, in the loan process, mm-hmm. if I, if I was out prospecting during that time yes. and closed just another, let's just say one loan a week, I got forty hours, forty hours to get one more loan. That'd be four loans for the month, and let's just say I make whatever three thousand dollars per loan. Maybe it's two thousand, but let's just or three thousand. Even hell, let's just say two thousand. If you make two thousand dollars per loan and close another just one per week, right? That's another eight grand. Yes. Eight grand, $8,000. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, where I come from, we always say every $8,000 helps. That's for sure. So so it's costing me $8,000 for me to do the training. And that's Mm -hmm. just, uh, that's way too, for me in my book, that's, uh, I don't want to pay eight. I mean, it'd be worth 8,000, I suppose, 
but if you can get it for far, far, far less, that would be the main game for me. So, hey, Irene, I really appreciate you being here. Thanks so much for everything you do. It's an honor to have, uh, have you as uh, the founder with, with us over here, uh, starting the Freedom Club. You're a phenomenal coach. I've learned so much from you, and I love this training uh, that you've set up. It's, uh, it's a lifeboat in, in, in what, uh, what might be seen as some as a stormy seas. It's, it's great that you're stepping up the plate and helping a lot of people with that. We appreciate, I well, appreciate it. Thank you, Carl. Thank you. You know, that pain point for me was just so painful when I came into the business and had nobody to train me. So I'm passionate about making sure people get trained and yeah. helping loan officers, because really this is about helping the loan officers to have the best team possible. And I just appreciate you so much. The, the day I met you was a great day and you've helped my family. Just, just being who you are and being such an influence for good for so many people, but especially for me. So thank you, Carl. And thanks for having me on today. It was fun. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's an honor and it's, it's great to have you here, Irene. So uh, thanks a lot. All right. So LoanTeamTraining.com, LoanTeamTraining.com. And uh, thanks for listening to this. I'm going to ask you one quick favor as you're listening today. Forward this episode to three of your loan officer friends. Forward it th- to three of your loan officer friends. I'd, I'd really appreciate it. And I promise you they will too. And I think that's it. All right. I think we covered everything. All right. So uh, thanks, Irene. I appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next episode of Loan Officer Freedom. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks, Irene. Bye-bye, everybody. Do you have a loan partner who does the loan consultations, structures the loan, and converts the buyer to work with you? Or maybe you have a loan partner or a team member that you would like to move into that position so that you can be freed up to go get even more loans. How about a newer loan officer who could benefit from some training in how to convert buyers to work with them? Our client conversion training is very specific to this role. It will help them convert even more clients to work with you and your team. We help you to be seen as a trusted advisor. We cover every aspect of converting clients to work with you. They're gonna learn emotional intelligence, what it is and how to utilize it. They'll discover the key to a success mindset. Yep, we go deep on this one. How to build rapport right from the first conversation. How to ask the right questions how to answer objections, specific dialogues and strategies to overcome rate shoppers. They're gonna practice live with other class members. And they're gonna also learn how to ask for and receive referrals. How to master the loan consultation with loan strategies that help the buyer make great decisions for their future. Client conversion training will set your team apart when they implement the training that they're gonna receive in our class. It's a virtual interactive class on Zoom with live trainers and your team members can attend from wherever they are as long as they have audio and video. Everyone participates. It's a 10 hour live class divided into two and a half hour sessions from 9 to 11.30 on Thursday and Friday for two weeks in a row. Sign up your loan partner today at loanteamtraining.com. You'll find the class on the client conversion training tab. Are you holding off on training your loan partners, your loan assistants, your team members and support staff on how to wow your clients? Are they getting that kind of training from you? You probably plan on training them if you get a few extra hours, but when does that happen realistically? And meanwhile, your team is doing the best they can with the information that they have. But you know, this kind of training really doesn't exist anywhere else. 
When you do the training, that means you're not as responsive as you want to be with your clients and you're not hitting your closing and income goals as a loan officer. So how much is it costing you to not have a team that's properly trained how to wow clients and referral partners so that they only want to work with you because of the great experience that they're getting? We teach them how to use efficient step-by-step processes and systems that work how to follow up so nothing falls through the cracks and loans close on time and even early, how to build wonderful relationships with clients, how to wow people so they go, man, that was an amazing experience. The members of his or her team are amazing. They're so on it. How to use scripts and dialogues for winning clients, setting expectations and communicating with clients so that you can prevent problems down the road. How to handle difficult clients, how to make clients feel appreciated and valued, and how to handle and overcome objections. It might be time to ask for some help. That's why we're here. Loan Team Training has our next live WOW training coming up. We train your team for you so you can focus on closing loans. Our next WOW training begins August 3rd, 2023. Our sessions are from 9 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Pacific Time for Thursday, August 3rd, Friday, August 4th, Thursday, August 10th, and Friday, August 11th. Check it out at LoanTeamTraining.com for our next class and see how many five-star reviews we have from past WOW training participants and their loan officers who sent them at LoanTeamTrainingReviews.com. Remember, it's an interactive virtual training with live trainers, and we train any of your support staff that is communicating with clients and referral partners. Check us out and sign your loan partner or team member up at LoanTeamTraining.com.